guys, thank you so much for tuning in to my first ever episode of Faith in the Wild. Um, what is Faith in the Wild? By the way, I'm Brian. Um, but what is Faith in the Wild? Faith in the Wild is a platform that I created um, specifically for everyone to be able to understand how to find faith, how to have faith in the world that we live in, right? One day I was sitting down and I was just like, I need something, you know, not only for myself, but for others. You know, I think we were on, we are all in the people business. It doesn't matter what career field that you're in. We are all in the people business. So we have to understand how to communicate with each other and help each other out. Because at the end of the day, there's no government. There's nothing that's going to help us, but God and each other. So I'm hoping that we can all be vulnerable, share our experiences and things that we went through to share our testimonies and really just be able to have a space where we can cultivate groups and an honest conversation, humble, open and transparent conversation about everything and all the while continuing to show that we have faith despite what we go with, what we go through in this world. So my first season, the theme of this is going to be called answering the call. Now you might be like, okay, what does that mean? Answering the call. So I believe that one in this world We are always being called. By who? By God. I think God calls us all, right? But very few answer. He even says it in his word, you know? And I want to, before I continue, I want to let you know that this is not a religious experience. This is a life experience. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to be thou those. That's not what it is. And that's not honestly what God is. Um, So we'll dive in more into deeper about those things. But I just want to make sure to understand that this is going to be a life experience. And I'm hoping that it can help you out. Because I want to share the things that I went through and how God actually revealed himself to me. And helped me get through all the heartbreak, the pain, the tears, the frustration, all the things that life has thrown at me. Right? So answering the call. God calls us all. He all wants us to answer that call. Now, what is the call? What do you mean that, that he calls us? What he wants us to do is to pivot from looking at the world, focusing on the wrong things to focusing on him. Why? Because God is the one who created us in this world. That means that he has what we call control. Now, a lot of times we talk about us controlling certain things in our life. I don't believe that we have control. I believe that all we can do is manage, right? Manage our time, manage our energy and focus, Because at the end of the day, we didn't really create much. We didn't create much in this world, right? We didn't create buildings or uh, we didn't create the how everything, the ecosystem, all this stuff, you know? So God is the creator. So that means that he has a manual to this life, right? So he calls us to look on him because he understands that society, government, people in this world, sometimes are not the best. They're not the best and they're not managing their time and their free will, right? So they make it harder for other people to be happy in this world. So he wants to teach us how to shed the things that are not beneficial to us. And he wants to teach us how to live a, you know, live a life of, of, of gratitude and, and, and be in prayer and, and, and always be connected with him so that we can live through life, helping each other out, but truly being happy, truly being fulfilled, right? That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to just answer the call. Answer the call. Now, it's hard, right? Because as for me, you know, though I've had grandparents who were, you know, in church, uh, preachers of a church, or excuse me, pastors of a church, um, 
it's hard to be like, well, God, how does he call you? Many different ways, right? God sometimes will allow life to squeeze you so that you can find him, right? Or he'll even show up in different experiences. Um, but let's be honest, a lot of the times we won't, some of us, or maybe a lot of us, because it says it in his word, won't pay attention to that call because we're so focused on a problem. We're so focused on what society or other people are telling us to focus on that we're not aware enough to be able to know that, hey, this might be God or this might be something else divine, right? So my first amp- my episode is going to be called The Call, right? And I want to share a little bit about my testimony, how I got that call, right? So ever since I was little, I've had a, a, a a lot of different issues growing up without a father, you know, in my household, um, though I had a step parent, um, you know, that the absence of my real father, my blood father um, took a toll on me, you know, and with that came a lot of different things. It was like a domino effect, right? If it wasn't, you know, if it was my my dad's situation, it went to family issues and then it leaked over into my day to day where like going to high school or, you know, friendships and, and, and because of my not being happy and all the the, the self-destructive things I was doing, um, it just built up over time. And I dealt with depression, uh, anxiety, uh, overthinking, you know, a lot of these things that really obviously took a lot of joy for me, you know, a a majority of of my my, my youth, uh, you know, in high school and college. We'll focus on that high school and college, Um, you know, and at a point, I had to come to a point where accepting like, hey, like, I'm damaged goods. That's that's what I am, and I, I think we all are in a sense. Something or someone has hurt us somewhere uh, in our life, in our journey, and we have dealt with a lot of the consequences of that, right? Um, whether it be judgment of others, you know, um, certain expectations and self doubt, fear, all these different things. They let's be real; these things happen. They come with everything that we go through, all the negative experiences, right? So when I was younger, you know, the absence of my father, um, it was really, really, really hard for me at times to really grasp what was going on in my life. Because there were certain things that a father can only teach to, you know, their son. Um, And for him not being there, having experiences where me me and him would have conversations that were like almost, uh, you know, kind of deflecting type conversations, you know, where, hey, like I need some help. And it would be like, oh, I can't offer you help. But yet he would go and do things with, you know, his family that he had in another state. And um, there was just a lot of conversations that, that, that put me that felt was 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 just breaking me. You know, I, I started feeling lonely along the way, and even though I was always around family in my household. I felt a lot of pain. I felt a lot of uh, uh, loneliness. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever felt that loneliness? Even though you're in a packed room with people, friends, you're at a party or a gathering, whatever the case may be, but you just feel alone, you know? That's what I felt. I felt a lot of that. I really, really did feel a lot of that. And what that caused me to do was along the way was look for my father's love in other people, whether that be friends or relationships. And all that ever brought me was just pain. I started having expectations for people that were never going to live up to a father's love. That's what happened to me, right? But each experience, right, there was always something that felt like I, that was calling to me, that felt uh, uh, blocked me from taking that extra step from really, like, self-destructing. There was a time where um, I 
wanted to make a decision to hurt myself. Um, and I remember standing there or being in that situation and facing um, the things that I was going to use to hurt myself. And for some reason, before I made that decision, I blacked out, right? But in that moment, I was hearing voices that, it, voices, excuse me, that was saying like, it would be much better if you just finished this off, you know? Or if you did this to yourself, right? That doesn't mean that I'm crazy, first of all. If you felt like that and if you, people have called you crazy, you're not crazy. That's not what it is. It's the honest truth because we all have those voices in our head, right? We all experience it at one point or another, you know? So blacking out, right? And, 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 I, and I remember just kind of the feeling, those feelings, the thoughts just kind of disappearing, right? And then I felt that in other experiences where um, I've had many experiences where because uh, I went to church when I was younger and um, at one point gave myself to the Lord, but, you know, moving and, 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 and being in high school and not going to church for a long period of time, I'm just started di- diving into the things that the world was going to give me and all the things. So, um, you know, every experience, I felt like that negative feelings, the, 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 that thing that was going to take me to the next step, there was something that always stopped me. There was something that always went in my head that asked me to pray, to say something to God, right? And I'm like, okay, like I've seen things in church. I've heard about this and that, and but religious people have pushed things on me. Like, is this true? Is this real? Right? Maybe a lot of things that you faced. You probably heard a lot of things about like God and or from religious people um, saying that you need to do this. You need to change your life and forcing things down your throat in your face. Um, I'm sorry that you have experienced that. Um, if it was a negative experience for you. Because that's not what God is. God is not somebody who's going to shove things out your throat. He's not going to force you to do anything. He's not going to say that you got to cover yourself up and tell you that you can't live a fun lifestyle. You got to be dull. All you have to do is read my Bible Bible every single day. And that's all you can do. That's false. That's false. Right? That's false. A point I want to make is that the greatest thing that God has ever given us is free will. Right? It's choice. Because he's our creator. And he, if we are his creation, he wants us to love him back. So he's not going to force us to because that's slavery. What God's going to do is give us free will, right? That means he will allow us to do whatever we want on this earth. So a lot of the bad things that happen in this world, it's not a result of God. It's a result of people mismanaging their free will. So religious people, right, who go in and they read the book and they, they might misinterpret Right. So these are misinformed individuals will come to you. And because they felt like they finally found something or they got something out of what they read, they want to share it. And sometimes they share it in a way that's a little like forceful, pushing down your throat in your face. You know, it happens. We're natural. Right? A lot of us don't know how to communicate. Sometimes we want to find information. We're excited that we found something, though it might not be right. And we tell people, hey, we're right and you're wrong. Just because somebody something has helped you doesn't mean it can help someone else. That's the importance of conversation, right? We got to talk about different things. We got to be open-minded, right? There is a time and place for right and wrong, but there's also a time and place to just discuss things, to be open-minded, to figure out more information, you know? So God would, would, would have these moments in my life, my, my lowest moments, and he would just tell me... Um, uh, uh, or what I feel is like, you know, just to, to kind of pray to him, say something to him, and just somehow, some way, I would end up on my knees praying, you know? Um, and 
I think the, the, the way God calls everyone is a lot different. But understand that whenever you're going through a negative experience, if there's some type of light, if there's something that, that doesn't fit right with the experience and if you feel like it's different, something's telling you like it's going to be okay, what if that's God, you know? God called me for, for, for many years and, and I didn't I didn't answer him, right? So in high school, it was a lot of like overthinking, self-destructive things, looking for love and a father's love and other people, friends, relationships. And then going into college, that was a cherry on top. Four years of my life of uh, picking up, you know, drinks and, and, and drinking from Sunday to Sunday and, and you know, kind of uh, messing up, you know, uh, in class sometimes. I mean, I graduated, you know, on time <laughs> and I had good grades, but still, I could have done a lot better. I could have been uh, um, handed more opportunities, you know, but because of the issues I had with my father, the the pain, the damage that was caused to me from my father and, and, and my family who were looking at me a certain way and, and judging me sometimes um, because of that situation, what caused me, what it caused me was a perspective that everyone was out to get me, that nobody is good to you. Nobody is this, that and the third. So I would be standoffish to people. I would, you know, kept my circle close and I couldn't even, I didn't even know how to choose a circle. I was, my circle was a lot of the wrong people who only connected with me. We connected with each other because we connected with pain. That's all that we felt, you know? That's, have you ever been in a friendship or maybe are in a friendship where when you really sit there and think about it, like, man, what are some things, how are we helping each other? Or, or you know, what are some things that we can offer to really get us out of whatever we're feeling? Have you ever sat there and thought about those things and maybe couldn't find one and realized, man, the only reason why we were friends because we both don't have a dad. We both don't, you know, have that love from whatever. We both went through this, went through that. Just because you connect with pain doesn't mean that it's going to help your situation. It actually might heighten that for you. You can't fight fire with fire, just making for more fire. You know what I mean? So we have to understand these things and, and, and look, nobody's gonna nobody should judge you on what you have gone through or what you have gone through. Nobody should and, and, and if somebody does, don't even worry about that because on my journey, on my pain path, God told me whatever happened with somebody else, whatever somebody else has to say about you has nothing to do with you but everything to do with them because they see something in you that they don't have. So that's what it is. So don't worry about what you went through. Don't worry about what you went through because God is always going to be on your side. He's always going to be there for you. Right? So going back to college, you know, I I, I had a, a few relationships in college and, and they were all heartbreaks and I made a lot of the wrong decisions because I was looking for my father's love and, and, and I didn't know how to love another, though I felt like I had a lot of love to give. I had no direction, you know? I, what I was doing was I was shooting in the dark, right? I, w- I literally was just living a life based off feelings and emotions. If I felt like this, I would do something, you know? And that's not a life that we should live because a lot of the times our, our feelings and our emotions won't lead us to make the right decisions. They really won't. So I'm hoping, you know, that th- that this is helping you. I felt a lot of pain, you know? Not having a dad there, having family who um, just wanted to cover up the situation or 
you know, they judged me and felt like I was doing this and doing that and and, and de- declaring and proclaiming that I was this way without even having a conversation with me. Hey, how are you feeling? You know? And you might have not have gone through the situation with family, but maybe you went through it with friends. Maybe you went through like people miss, misunderstood. You're not being understood correctly. You're misunderstood, right? And what's going on is that people are just judging you. And that judgment has caused you to be standoffish and to not be open, to not be happy. You start, you know, all these different things. We have all gone through it. There's, there's no way that somebody can say that we haven't gone through someone else judging us, misinterpreting us, um, trying to put us down, um, going through heartbreak. We have all gone through it one way or another. But whatever your past is, understand that it's in the past for a reason it's not your future so pivoting from from me being encompassed by all this pain and this damage and looking to social media trying to look to self-help books and motivational speakers that only fed me low quality batteries and what i mean by that is that i would be motivated for the day but i, I would go to bed and wake up the next morning and it would run out there was something there that that wouldn't fulfill me it wouldn't really push me in a direction that i needed to be to or that I needed to go in, you know? So all everything just was just piling on for years, for years. So I'm going to say 10 years have passed. 12, 10, let's say 10 to 12 years have passed. And I end up in a relationship with someone that we both felt we were each other's person, you know? And this comes from we were so blind, blinded by our damage and the what the world has given to us that we thought our pain and our damage was something that would just bring us more love for each other that would make us you know we can we can find happiness in each other we can make each other happy you know and at first it was it was rough you know it was it was rough because me coming in and I had set these high expectations because I was like, I don't want to live a mediocre life. I don't want to be like my family, like my dad. I'm going to get this bag and I'm going to live this career and I'm going to leave everybody and I'm going to show everybody, be an example, that they were always wrong, you know? So I had these expectations in a relationship that somebody wasn't going to meet, you know? Me going coming in a relationship, learning from my mistakes um, and someone who didn't have a, a, the experience that I had, I had expectations for that person that they couldn't reach and when they couldn't reach it right my interpretation of the of the situation of the problem just caused me more damage it just added to the perspective i have of I, I had of other people now i was never you know mean or hurtful to the person but just understand what comes from you know these experiences and the whole first year it was rough and through through that year of of, of having like being disappointed right because i want to make a point to you you shouldn't have expectations of people because people are always going to fail you people are always going to fail you it doesn't matter people are always going to fail you all right having that expectation i felt disappointed um i started overthinking a lot of things like okay is it me or this person's never going to change because they're like this and they're afraid of this that and third i started seeing so many things i started seeing myself in them and what i started doing was nitpicking in in my mind Right. I was nitpicking in my mind that what that was causing me to do was to be judgmental and to be doubtful of a healthier and happier relationship. So after a whole year uh, of being in a relationship, I felt stuck. I felt like, man, my life is never going to change. And what that caused me to do was to not want to invest more in the relationship. Right. And that whole second year of the relationship, it just it was just a lot of more pain. 
and then I'm put in a job. I was blessed with the with the job situation, right? Everything was hitting all at once, right? Have you ever felt like that? If it's not your relationship, it's your job, it's your boss, your coworkers, or maybe it's your family. Everything was hitting at once. Family, um, job situation, right, and relationship. So in the midst of this whole two-year relationship, I was getting an opportunity to work for a really well-known brand name. Um, and but once I got there, it was like it was my dream company. Once I got there, I realized this is actually the worst place that I've ever worked. And there's a lot of people who are just demoralizing. They are just inconsiderate. Um, they are very just horrible individuals. You know that I shouldn't call them horrible, but they 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 did a lot of horrible acts. You know. Um, a lot of deflecting and, and a lot of looking down upon others and it, it, it's a really hard place to work so trying to manage that with the damage and all the things that have been piling up for years and in, in my life and, and trying to figure out like okay everything's gonna be okay it was just a chaotic uh, a bomb that was just ready to go off in my heart and in my mind um, and this relationship being the cherry on top I know college was a cherry on top for everything that was built up that pushed me into a direction of being a better individual. Um, this relationship was a cherry on top of like finally waking up and knowing that God is calling. So how does this happen? Okay, going through a relationship, we were both saying we, we thought we were each other's persons. We, we've we shared very loving moments, a lot a lot of life things with each other. We've had moments where we cried, and it was a moment of love and all these things. And it came to a point where um, because of our damage, the way that we navigated the relationship, there was nothing there anymore. Everything ran dry. And we both knew that, and we both had a conversation um, where it was an agreement where, like, hey, we shouldn't we shouldn't pursue this anymore you know it was a very adult conversation um but a, a very painful one and i felt more pain in that situation not because me and the other individual weren't going to be together anymore but because that was what set off a chain reaction of all the emotions and things that i've went through in my past so I, the, my only response to that situation, because I knew I couldn't deal with it, I couldn't handle or manage that situation the way, uh, or in a way that would, you know, help me fix it the right way and get over it and be able to be happy and enjoy life. And I knew I couldn't do that by myself. It was a weight that I couldn't carry, right? So my response to that situation, my real response to that situation, y'all, instead of me running and and, and confiding in other people and talking crap to other people and, and just hurting and all these different things and, and looking to self-help books. I say, God, if you are real, God, you're going to help me in this situation. You're going to be there for me because I need you, you know, and if you're real, I'm going to open this word. I'm going to open your Bible and I'm going to see what it says. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and, and think about what all the religious people have tried to say and, and declare and all this stuff. I'm going to figure it out for myself because I am tired of myself. I am tired of the pain that I've gone through. I am sick and tired of it. I don't want to feel this anymore. I want to be happy. I want to just get rid of all this stuff. I want to be able to be fulfilled because society's failing me. People are failing me. So, yo, when I tell you that was my answer to the call. I turned from 
just staring at my pain and staring at my situation to looking to God and saying, God, I need you to help me out. I need you to take control. If you're real, I need you to handle this situation. Now, what did I practically do? I did the things that I I felt like I knew I needed to do or that I've learned, right? People talk about prayer, you get on your knees. I was on my knees multiple times a day because that pain was so strong of all the things that I went through. And and, and I've heard a voice so clear in my head that said, you should just end yourself, off yourself, (laughs) because you wouldn't feel pain anymore. But I didn't I didn't answer that that voice. No. I didn't answer that voice. I got on my knees and I prayed and I opened this book and I read it from front to back, y'all. From front to back. And as I was reading and as I was praying, there was moments, there was moments where I I, I knew that it had to be God. I knew it had to be God. It, 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 there was nothing else. There was moments of, of pain that I felt. There was a gloomy day, not not no sun in sight. And I just remember that day feeling so much pain. And I just remember the clouds opening up and sun just radiating on my face. Nowhere else but on me. Because in that moment, I was like, God, I need you. You could be like, oh, that's a coincidence, you know. But no, for me, that was God. Because it wasn't only just what what happened, the light shining down. But it was also the feeling that came with it. The presence that came with it. You know? And I felt I felt a different peace. It, it for something that I thought that it was gonna take me a long time, months, years to get over. It took me only a few months, right? Why? And some people are like, "Oh man, that's a long time," you know. Uh, you know, and some people might be like, "It's a short time," you know. That was my time. Okay, that was my time because God had to tell me we need to face these things together. We need to look at your pain, look at the situations you, you never confronted, and we need to fix it. Because if not, they're just going to come come back around. They're going to come back around. You know? You can treat a symptom, but there's a system in place that's always going to come back around. Right? There's something that's always going to come back around. So I had to sit with God every day. I was praying and reading my Bible. And as I was reading my Bible, I'm like, man, all these things a lot of the religious people say, like, it's, it's either wrong or they just misinterpreted it. You know, and that's what I want to tell you. You got to make the choice yourself. Don't let somebody else move you away from God or or, or tell you to walk the other direction. All these. No, no, don't do that. Don't do Don't allow that to happen. I'm telling you right now, you have to make the decision because God wants you to to focus on him because he wants to help you. He's going he's gonna to be the one that's going to get in your situation and he's going to make things right. He's going to make things the way that they need to be for you. And I want to make that a point too. God will do what you need. He will give you what you need, He will, not what you want. Because he understands that it's sometimes going to take a little bit for us to shed a, a, a certain perspective or a thinking pattern that we have gotten, honestly, from the world that we live in. Like we 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 have uh, been given a a perspective, a, a way of thinking, a way of living life that really isn't isn't right and hasn't really helped much of us. So God wants to help you. You know, once I answered that call, I'm telling you right now, once I answered that call, my life started to change dramatically. The way I started approaching situations, you know, was different. When people try to come at me sideways on the street, it was it was my approach to it all was just a lot different. You know, 
So if you got anything from from any of this, a point I want to give you is that don't let anyone influence you at all in every any area of your life. Because the only person, the only one, I should say, that's going to help you and knows what's best for you and knows how to get you out of your situation is God. Is God. So if you're struggling with like, oh, you know, what uh, uh, older religious experience that you went through or your perspective of, 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 of God and in church and all this stuff, I ask you to put that aside and to make the decision to figure it out yourself. Because I promise you, when you open that Bible, when you get on your knees and pray, God's going to do something in your life. He's going to show you something. And look, I'm a, and, and I want to make this clear, right? Sometimes the way that God works is the way how the concept of like being healthy and losing weight works, right? It's a compound thing. When you eat healthy over time, when you work out over time, you see results. That's how God is. But it's not to hurt you, it's not to harm you, it's not to make more trouble for you. It's to teach you the strength that he's given you. To teach you the identity that he's given you. The power and authority he's given you to be conscious, to be self-aware, to make the right decision. To make the right decision. To be able to to get up and to make the choices that's going to push you in the right direction. That's what God wants to show you. He wants to show you a whole different life. I promise you, there's a you that you haven't met that's waiting for you eagerly. So I'm saying, don't let nobody else tell you what you need to do with your life. Get up. Get on your knees and pray. Open the Bible. Open this word. I'm telling you, this is not like any book. This is the only book that's going to read you. I promise you, when you read this, this book, you're going to get revelation. You're going to get life. There's going to be a lot of life changing. A lot of life changing. God's going to teach you a lot of different things. Now, God doesn't say in his word that life, okay, with him is going to be much easier. But one thing he says is that you will get stronger. So when you come back around and are faced with the same situations, you have a heart posture. You got a perspective, a mentality. You got his whole armor that he puts on you that you can walk right through that situation and not let it bother you. You know how to deal with it. You know how to manage your emotions, your time. All these concepts of like working hard, getting the bag, all this stuff and, 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 and manifesting. Yo, these are all concepts that God wants to give you, but that that comes with him. They come with God. A lot of these things society wants to put on you is without God. With God, it's much better. It's much better. So I promise y'all, y'all will not regret the love that God wants to give you. All you have to do is answer the call. So make a decision. Make a choice. Don't let life bring you down. I'm telling you. God will let you know your purpose on this earth. He will let you know what you need to do, how to navigate stuff, the, the right friends to put in your life, the people you need to let go of. I'm telling you, there are people that are believers, that they know that there's a purpose on this earth for them. And guess where they're at, where God told them to be. And it could be in the fashion industry. It could be in, I don't know, food, there's chefs, right? There's there's movie actors. There's people who work in entertainment. There's all over. There's an assignment that God has for you, a purpose that he has for you. Being with God, he's not going to take you out of uh, out of where you are. Unless you're in the wrong place. But God is not going to destroy your life. He's not going to make things worse for you. Because we are all on this earth to help each other out. So God wants to give you the right perspective on that. And different concepts of, of love, business. God wants to talk to every area of your life. 
he does he does and i wouldn't be doing this if 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 i never experienced those things if god never told me all these things this is all too good for me to just hold it for myself i want y'all to believe this i want y'all to get this god said that he will never leave you nor forsake you god's word is established this is the only book that hasn't changed in what 2000 years i don't know how long the exact date the only thing that hasn't changed now people will fight against that well it was interpreted in different languages oh yeah okay it was interpreted in different languages but I, this is it's established there's not much there's nothing you can really change about this god's word is god's word and if there's something that you're reading or consuming that's wrong you'll know because god gave you a conviction for that there's gonna be something that's telling you that it's wrong all right so i love y'all and god's calling you he just wants to show you love. He wants to give you a different perspective, a new life, a new identity. He wants to help you with your job, with your family, with your love life, with your business. God wants to help you with everything that you are worried about. I promise you, you'll be happier. You'll be stronger. You'll know your purpose. You'll know your identity. You'll be able to love more. You'll be able to feel things. Feel things. You know, for me, I haven't felt things until I came with God. I felt love. I felt a lot of things, you know. So answer the call. Because he's waiting for you he's waiting to give you a new life and new love so i thank you guys and stay tuned because you know what the next episode we're going to talk about the message the messages god gave me once i answered that call and that process that i went through all right so stay tuned y'all because i promise you your life is going to change and god's going to speak to you in one way or another i love y'all and thank you for checking out my first ever episode of Faith in the Wild. I'll see y'all next episode. Peace. I love y'all.